Welcome to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. Our mission is to help businesses improve productivity by changing the way they hire, train, and build teams. If you are a business owner or team leader, you are in the right place. If you aren't subscribed to our podcast, please do so at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Richard Dvorak with Illuminate Business Advisors. Thanks for joining the podcast today. And I'm calling today's episode Cloning Part 2. And if you haven't listened to my previous episode, go back and listen to that. It's an introduction to cloning and what the impacts are on an organization. And cloning is a phenomenon that we see with many businesses that we work with where they've hired people with very similar or the same conative strengths. And conation is how people take action or how they problem solve, how they initiate action. And so there can be major impacts on the organization if you have cloning. And the way that it happens typically is you have a business owner and he or she hires somebody like themselves to be able to offload work or delegate work. And then they hire another person very similar to themselves or the other people in their organization hire people similar to themselves. And then you just get, you get attack of the clones. And some of the challenges with cloning depend on what the strengths are of your organization and what they aren't. So in other words, cloning manifests itself in different ways. If I have an organization, like I talked about in my last podcast, where you have a lot of people with quick start strength, where they're comfortable with innovation and a fast pace and uncertainty and interruptions, that poses different challenges than a company that doesn't launch quickly They need to dig into the data and they need to feel very comfortable that they have systems and processes in place before they take action. Those are two very different examples of cloning and those companies are gonna have different challenges. Now, what I'm gonna talk about today is a company that we worked with and their issue with cloning. So when we first talked with them, they wanted to really do something for their employees to help drive employee engagement. They wanted to just, they were growing and they wanted to just have a, better kind of relationship with the employees and better engagement with the employees. When they first started out, it was a family business. They hired people that were that were in their family or related to their family or referrals from their family and friends. So it's kind of like a family business. But as the business grew older, there's only so much family you can hire. So they wanted to really drive employee engagement. But what we also uncovered is they, they knew they needed to improve systems and processes. So their growth, they were outpacing their systems and processes. And what was happening is they were they were running into inefficiencies and frustrations and challenges, yet they didn't really know how to go about improving systems and processes. So what I want to talk about today is when you're going to lead organizational change, what are some of the issues you can run into when it comes to cloning? And so with this organization, the way you measure conation, by the way, is you take the Colby A index and you can go to Colby com And in about 20 minutes, you can identify and measure your instinctive strengths and anybody else on your team or any employees that you have. And what we did with this company is we, we had them all take the Colby A. And what we found out when the results came back, and this is about a 30-person company, is they did have cloning. And the issue was their strength was not creating or improving systems. It was adapting to what was already there and making it work. So think about like a um, like if you had an old car and you just kept 
you know, changing out the carburetor and, you know, fixing this or that, or, you know, throwing some duct tape on, you know, the taillights to keep it on. That's what this company was doing. And they're, they're very successful. Don't get me wrong, but their systems and processes were not what we'd call world-class. In fact, it was just going to continue to cause challenges and frustrations for them. So the first thing that we did is we identified, look, you guys and, and ladies, you don't have this instinctive strength. There's only a couple people on the team and they weren't in executive positions. I said, so the first thing we need to do is just understand that this is not a strength of your organization and that's okay. You know, it's okay that you don't have this. Not everybody's built this way. But since you don't, how do we lead organizational change? So we had to really, really figure out how to lead change in the organization. So for instance, if they were gonna do a new inventory system, we had to say, okay, how do you go about doing that? Who's going to lead the project? What are all the steps involved? How are we going to have accountability? How are we going to make sure there's closure? And we also didn't want to overwhelm them by saying, okay, let's change five different things at the same time. You know, maybe change one thing at a time. But they also identified some people that had what's called follow-through strength, where they have a knack for initiating or improving systems and processes. So we found some things that we could delegate to them to get off the plate of the leaders who didn't have that strength. So it all started with them with knowing what their strengths were, knowing what they weren't, and then not having unrealistic expectations of the organization. So for anybody that's thinking about organizational change, and, and that, that term doesn't mean big, huge, bold changes. It could mean I want to improve a system or I want to improve a process or I want to improve my website or whatever it is. First thing I would do is go in and measure the instinctive strengths of the team members involved or of the entire company. And you can do that by taking the Colby A. The second thing I would do is I would have a Colby certified consultant debrief me on, well, what does this mean? What do my instinctive strengths mean for me? And then if you're leading a team or if you have employees, what does this mean for our team? And then the third step in this process is, okay, if we're gonna make organizational change, and we know the instinctive strengths of our team. What's the best way to go about doing this? How do we leverage the strengths of everybody involved? And any Colby consultant can help you. Our organization certainly specializes in this. And you can check out more information at illuminateba.com. So hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you aren't subscribed, would love for you to be a subscriber. We do these short podcasts with hopefully useful information for you. And then if you are subscribed, I'd love to get your uh, feedback or rating on iTunes. And uh, thanks for listening and tune in to future podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can get updated episodes. You can subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If you are already subscribed, please leave us a rating to let us know how we are doing, but only if we've earned a five. If we didn't this time, please check out our episode library for other topics that interest you. You can find more information about our company and services at IlluminateBA.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to your success.